I think it's only fair to put out a podcast with some real numbers about salaries because I'm guessing that is one of the major reasons people choose management consulting as a career. That and the fact that they think it's glamorous and you get to sip martinis at a bar the whole evening after the hard day's work and, you know, have fun. So I want to talk about salaries. We've had, I think, enough time now to process the data we received from all the people we, we placed um, last year in the full-time positions and also people we placed in the internships this year. So we've not everyone shared salary data with us, but a, I would say the majority has. So we can give you a pretty good rundown on the numbers. And I think the most important thing in this podcast is we want to draw some parallels or insights, if you want to call it, into um, the differences between McKinsey, Bain, BCG, Accenture, Deloitte, and so on. And what I'm going to tell you is going to surprise you here, but brace yourself for it because it is the reality and we can back it up with the numbers. And I'm pretty sure that people you speak to would back it up as well. The numbers we're going to refer to here only refer to MBA hires in the United States. In the rest of the world, the numbers don't apply. For example, if you look at Brazil, South Africa, Vietnam, and so on, um, BBM always beat Deloitte and Accenture and so on when it comes to salaries, hands down. There's just no comparison in those markets. So the numbers I'm going to give you only apply to the United States. So here are some of the numbers here, right? Now, these are the averages I'm going to give you. I'm not going to give away extremes. They're not important. Uh, you are not an extreme, so worry about the average, right? Um, so now, in terms of base salaries, and we're talking at the top schools here, right? Let's assume top 10. Um, some people outside the top 10 receive similar numbers, but let's just assume it's top 10. Accenture, Deloitte, we're offering in the region of around 130 to 145, right? On average, about 140, 130. Approximately thirty to forty thousand dollars signing bonus. Forty-two was the highest we saw. Year-end bonus estimates that they were um, uh, outlining to candidates as they were talking through packages them with them were any in the region of about fifteen to forty-five thousand dollars. My guess is that um, it's going to be around twenty to forty thousand dollars, probably around twenty-five, thirty thousand dollars. Consulting bonuses are not big, and this is Accenture and Deloitte. Accenture offered what I saw was one of the largest tui tuition reimbursements. They offered up to 55000 for one candidate, and they were offering in the region of about $40,000 per candidate. Relocation packages, I mean, some candidates were getting, I thought, very rich relocation packages, you know, $10,000, $8,000. One candidate got $15,000. I mean, I don't know, he's going to move his whole family plus their distant relatives. I'm not sure, but those are pretty good packages. That's Accenture and Deloitte. Obviously, Accenture and Deloitte pay more than McKinsey, Bain, and BCG. You don't even have to ask these questions. If you're asking these questions and you haven't done enough homework, it doesn't matter whether your colleague was a Akerlof scholar. He's not going to get a bigger package than you if you were a Stanford graduate going to Deloitte. He may tell you he's getting a bigger package than you, but he's lying. So I know the numbers for Stanford graduates, um, and I know the Deloitte and Accenture people got more money than the McKinsey people. Now, McKinsey people, right? Let's look at the McKinsey people. McKinsey base was somewhere around $105,000 to $120,000. Signing bonus, not very big. I think the signing bonus that the biggest we saw was $20,000, but I have heard of someone receiving $30,000, not one of our clients, but uh, a very good friend of mine who is now doing his MBA. 
Yeah, and bonuses. I mean, McKinsey didn't give a forecast, but we'll assume it will be somewhere between twenty twenty five thousand 25000 as well. Tuition reimbursements were not big at all. I mean, some candidates didn't get tuition reimbursements at all. One or two got them. I cannot know for sure the tuition reimbursements because those numbers were net divulged to us, but I'm pretty sure it was not in the region of $50,000 because the candidate didn't seem so pleased with it. Relocation allowances were also not big. I know someone from Stanford who received a $3,500 relocation allowance and they were moving out of the country. So pretty small. Uh, the $8,000, $12,000 I quoted for Accenture was within the United States. And for those moving out of the country were MBAs in the United States moving back to their home countries. So those are the actual numbers, right? Obviously, I've um, tried to normalize and strip out uh, abnormalities in the data, but this is quite, a, I think, a robust uh, set of uh, numbers. This is from a, from a sample base of over 48 different students. So I think it's going to be give us a fairly good read on the numbers. Now, the question you're going to ask yourself is why would McKinsey, BCG, Bain, Bain pay less than uh, Accenture and Deloitte? Uh, that's obviously the question people are going to ask, and I'm going to outline some things to you that you may not like but it's the reality of the game and I'm going to talk you through some real salaries here and I would know because I was there at the senior level as a principal. There is a myth that partners earn a million dollars at McKinsey, Bain and BC. You say it's a myth. I mean I'm telling you right now it's a myth. Yes partners do earn it at a certain point in time but you have to to be a partner earning a million dollars at McKinsey you would have to have been a very very outstanding person firstly to reach partnership then you would have had to have stayed in partnership for between four to maybe six seven years at that level and have performed at an outstanding level there are partners earning less than that right who've been there for seven years because they haven't really performed so you would have had to have been a partner for a long time accumulated your points how does the point system work well all of the partnerships they they award you points allocation which gives you a percentage of the profits when you uh, so when the firm declares a profit at the end of the year you can share in that profit allocation now i know mckinsey and bcg in particular have tried revamping these systems to make it more equitable you know the model is that if the younger partners who have more energy work harder why should they have access to fewer points blah 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 They've experimented with different things in terms of flattening the points allocation, but it hasn't really worked. I've seen the points allocation uh, booklet for both Deloitte and for BCG and for McKinsey. Each of them looked like they were looked like they're uh, a PhD thesis right, that someone put together. The amount of analysis that goes into that thing. At the end of the day, you could probably do a back of the envelope calculation and come up with the same uh, outcome. So the point here is that, just to summarize, a principle at let's say the big three, right? McKinsey, Bain, BCG is going to be earning somewhere between, I would guess, $400,000 to maybe five fifty, six hundred. right? It depends on the office and so on, but this is the United States. I do know principles starting off at three fifty, which is at the low end, but, you know, it happens, right? I just started off at four hundred. I know one principal who started off at four thirty, but you know, he was quite unusual, exceptional I would say. And it could go up to five fifty, which is common, five hundred more common, six hundred is uncommon, but it has been known to happen. And your bonus on top of that could be anywhere from I would say hundred thousand to hundred and eighty thousand dollars, right? Obviously before tax. And I know that even senior partners in the Canadian practice, Toronto, were earning just $500,000, bonuses of $150,000 to $200,000. Now, I know when you're a poor MBA student, you're telling yourself, wow, if I only had $500,000, that's it. I don't need anything else in the world. Let me tell you something. 
when you start off as an associate and you work your way through the ranks, you change in the process. No matter how much money you get, it's not enough. And when you start earning $500,000, believe me, your friends that work for BMO and RBC and Goldman Sachs and Merrill Lynch and uh, Bank of America and so on, they get earning a lot more than you, especially in the, in, the, in the capital market side of the business, right? But again, if they're trading, they learn more. The point is, it seems like a lot now, but when you get there, it is not a lot of money, right? So now, why does... Before I move on to the differences, let me explain some of the, the numbers from Deloitte and Accenture. These are real Deloitte numbers, right? And the Deloitte number I'm going to give you here for a principal is not from the United States. It is from Asia Minor. So it's not even from the United States. $700,000 starting salary as a principal. Now that is double the Debain number I gave you. And the number I have for Bain is from, I have the number confirmed from a few offices, so it's pretty much standard. Now, why would Deloitte be paying so much money? And I'm just to point out that this, this number of $700,000 is an anomaly. Not all Deloitte principals are earning this. Some in Southeast Asia are earning peanuts. I mean, they're earning like nothing, right? But the way it works here is that, firstly, I'm going to look at Deloitte and not Accenture for a simple reason. Deloitte is a hedged partnership. But Deloitte consists of a tax audit, corporate finance, consulting, and so on, businesses. And what happens is that when one of them is not doing well, the others are doing very well and are basically firing on all cylinders. So Deloitte is hedged. At any given time, one part of its business is doing well, unlike you know Bain and BCG, whereby if one part of the business is doing badly, generally all are doing badly because they are very color correlated. Sorry. So that's the one thing you have to remember. The other thing you have to remember is that the salaries at these firms outside the United States for Deloitte and Accenture tend to be very bad. You, If you're a senior consultant at Accenture, whatever the titles are, senior consultant at Deloitte, you're not going to earn well. In South Africa, Brazil, Singapore, Thailand, you're going to earn really badly. So what happens is they underpay at these levels. And of course, they'll disagree with me and tell me they pay market-based salaries. I'd like to see who they classify as their market. But they underpay. And the bulk of the earnings go to the partners, right? That's one reason. But there's another reason why McKinsey deliberately underpays. So McKinsey would pay roughly the least of the big three, then BCG, then Bain, which is obviously inversely correlated to their brand prestige. And it makes sense, right? McKinsey knows that in the arc of your career over the next 30, 40 years, the fact that you worked at McKinsey as a partner is going to set you up for tremendous you know, rewards in corporate in the long term. Deloitte, on the other hand, and Accenture knows that, well, yeah, sure, you know, You'll earn a little with us when you join. You may earn a lot uh, as a partner. You earn a lot more as an MBA student with us in the United States. But what happens when you leave? I mean, if you left as an Accenture partner, how many of them do you think go on to run Fortune 500 companies? Anyone? I can't think of a single Accenture partner that runs a Fortune 500 company. Of course, I could be wrong about this. But I'm guessing I'm not, right? So there's not a lot of them out there. I mean, they do make it into the executive suite, but those are people who do it because of their own hard work as opposed to benefiting immensely from having the Accenture brand on their resume. So McKinsey is a little bit like Goldman Sachs. They don't pay a lot when you join. I mean, I n people get in for the brand prestige and the fact that once you spend a few years there and you you know migrate or mosey off into industry, you get you make a fortune, basically, because the training they offer is, is incredible. The training is not free. They've got to pay for it. The brand power is incredible. And the basically the catapult effect it have on it has on your career is incredible. 
Accenture and Deloitte cannot offer that. So they paid to you a salary as, a, as an increased salary. And to be honest, if you do the lifetime calculation, which I've done actually, if you do the lifetime calculations, if I was you and you got offers from all the firms, even if Accenture and Deloitte was paying you more, go with McKinsey, Bain or BCG or even Rollenberger. The benefits you will generate in the long term far exceed the short term benefit of a slightly increased associate salary you will receive, right? So the numbers are just pretty much ridiculous here. And these numbers pan out across the United States. I mean, these are actual numbers that we've given you. You can compare it to your own offer you've received or what your friends have received. The only time I'd be wary of using these numbers is if you're outside the United States. They don't apply. They don't apply in Canada where MBAs... Because of the way the Canadian economy is structured, MBAs do not get paid as well as they do in the United States, which is kind of bizarre because Canada is quite an expensive place to live in, especially if you live in downtown Toronto. And the size is a little bit lower. If you're living in Brazil, not even comparable. Don't even think about it. I mean, if you're working for Deloitte, you're going to be paid much less than the McKinsey people. There's a whole number of reasons for that, but mainly because talent is hard to come by and McKinsey is forced to pay a premium in the market. Um, you know, it's not as if there's a whole lot of people to pick from. Same in South Africa that we've seen. Same in Nigeria now we've seen with McKinsey recruiting. Same in Morocco with BCG. Um, Russia has the same problem. So, just to summarize, in the United States, Accenture B Deloitte outplay the big three easily. They outplay the big three because in the long term, your earnings are decreased by working at these two firms unless you remain in the partnership. If you remain in the Deloitte and Accenture partnership, you stand to make a fortune because of the size of the payout in the partnerships, right? Very, very, very generous uh, partnership uh, systems that are set up there. I can't speak for all of the uh, partnerships that Deloitte and Accenture worldwide because they are fragmented. So I, I mean, you know, Southeast Asia may have a totally different setup from Japan and so on. But the point you want to consider here is that salary is not everything. If you're getting more cash in the beginning, you must know that these guys are not idiots. They spend a lot of time analyzing the numbers and know that they're paying you more and they're getting something more in the long term. If McKinsey is paying you less, then you pretty much know that you're going to get more in the long term from them. So take that into consideration when you, you are you know, comparing offers and so on. Of course, you know, most people would go with McKinsey and BCG and so on. But... I've seen people turn down those offers to end up with, you know, uh, Accenture and Deloitte. And I've also seen people turn down a McKinsey offer to end up with Bain, which Bain is not a bad firm, but it doesn't have the clout. And it certainly is a weakling in the emerging markets. You know, it's got a long way to go to do, I think, full-scale em emerging markets work. Any comments, as always, please feel, to post it. Please, please feel free to post it as a comment on the podcast. Thank you.